Hey guys, welcome to the back room. Um, normally we're uh, we're recording um, and we're just using audio only, um, but uh, we officially have a camera now. Um, we are now officially doing a, a video stream as well as a podcast. So guys, uh, stay tuned. I mean, we're we're uh, we're really getting a lot of stuff here. It's gonna be real fucking dope soon. Um, uh, basically setting everything up, getting it ready, um, you know, getting the, the skits down, written, you know, we're just getting everything going. Um, so it's baby steps, but, uh, it seems to be really working out for us. So, um, but, uh, it's St. Patrick's Day. Um, it's about 3 a.m. in the morning, um, which I'm sure you guys aren't, uh, up right now or if you are um you aren't able to listen to this yet because i didn't get to publish it so uh but hey you know if you like what you're watching if you like what you're listening to you know stay tuned to the back room guys i mean we got a lot more content coming um i do apologize for the hiatus that we've had for the past two to three weeks i've been super busy um other than that we're gonna try to uh, get it going here uh, I do want to let you know, guys, um, this is a comedy-type podcast, and I want to let you know there is a new tour coming out that I'm real excited about. Um, let me see. All right. The tour dates uh, that we got here, um, we're talking about Hershey Park. Uh, Hershey. So, anyhow, guys, uh, got a lot of stuff going. I uh, I did get some footage for a skit that uh, I wrote in a night, so it's going to be real dope there. We're going to get that uh, fully edited, post it to the page, um, because we're going to have a lot, you know, basically, I would say, acting-wise, got a lot going. Um, Cheers. I got some Bloody Marys. Ah, never too early, never too late. Um, what is that tour? Uh, it's on. I seen it on Instagram the other day. Uh, it's Shane Gillis. I know he's part of it. The other guy was uh, Tim Dillon. What was that tour called? There it is. Um, Shane Gillis, Tim Dillon, Big J. Okerson, Nick Mullen. Um, they're going to be at the Giant Center May 20th. Um, those of you who haven't seen Shane Gillis, Tim Dillon, Big J. Okerson, or Nick Mullen, um, I can show you real quick uh, now that we got you know a video podcast uh, to do this with. Um my personal favorite is Shane. That's why I'd be going. Um, but uh, let's let's show you. Uh, this is one of my favorite jokes, I think, from Shane. Um, so let me go ahead. We'll get this going here. Volleyball. All right. Let me pull it up here on the big screen. 
So I'm very excited to like shit on volleyball whenever I can. <laughs> so I get in there and I was like, yo, volleyball is fucking, that's a weird culture. Get them fucking shorts, get them gym shorts. The shorts they're wearing is gross. And she was like, no, we need those shorts for speed <laughs> on the court. And I was like, uh, I, I know that's not true. I watched the NBA. <laughs> None of you are moving as fast as like a ref. And those guys are wearing like slacks dress shoes for some reason. She was like, no, we need those shorts. The tight shorts, they're essential. She compared them to like a helmet in football. I was like, I know they're not essential because I Googled the, uh, the Special Olympics volleyball team. All of a sudden those shorts weren't so essential for them. What's that about? How baggy do you think they're? They look like the fucking N1 mixtape out there. <laughs> Offensively baggy is how I would describe all of their attires. Bro, adults, we we can this. We all agree the Special Olympics is a good. It's a good program. I just, it's great. I just feel like the guy who came up with it had to be like a real risk taker. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a wild thing to suggest for the first time. Some guy in a board meeting, like, I got an idea. You <laughs> should be racing these motherfuckers. <laughs> what did you say? I'm fucking, uh, town over said they had the fastest ones. So we settle it, you know? I'm not making fun of the Olympians. The concept is wild. It's a while, like if your best friend invented the Special Olympics and told you about it first, you'd be like, don't ever tell anybody that. <laughs> Who the fuck were you gonna tell that to? What are you doing? <laughs> I actually, personally, I actually volunteered and coached with the Special Olympics for a little while, so you know, what'd you guys do? <laughs> no, don't clap. Please. I did it for those kids. No, okay, I don't get it. <laughs> no. I look like this, so. Me coaching the Special Olympics, I was like a fucking double agent. No one knew whose side I was on, dude. Player, chaperone, no one knew. I'd be standing there coaching, holding a clipboard with five dudes that looked exactly like me. You know, see the coaches from the other team looking over like, I think they got, I think they're fucking letting one of them coach. <laughs> yeah. No, I did coach the Special Olympics for a little while and it's fun. That's another thing you're allowed to talk about. It's happy. Everyone there is sports and shit. It is funny. Don't let anyone tell you it's not funny, dude. I was there. It, it, everyone there is laughing. It's fun. I coach basketball. Kids would catch the ball, just fucking, <laughs> just fucking launch it into the bleachers. People would be like, what the fuck are you doing out there? <laughs> my whole team ruled. Everybody, every dude on my team was, the, they were the funniest. They fucking, they were bros. They were bros, dude. My whole team loved two things. They loved tits. 
they do. I don't know if you know these guys, but they fucking love the ladies. They love the ladies. And they love John Cena. That's it. That was the news every day. We'd be in the huddle, they'd be like, there's a lot of ladies here tonight. I was like, ooh, yeah. They'd be like, what do you think John Cena's up to? <laughs> I don't know, you're gonna have to get way worse before you meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Cena, John Cena's like the angel of death. <laughs> I told my guys, I was like, you see Cena coming, you get the fuck out of there. <laughs> you gotta go. He's taking souls with him. <laughs> Every year, Hooters would sponsor our one basketball tournament. Alright, so every year Hooters would bring like three or four waitresses and they would present like a big cardboard check donation to the Special Olympics. As soon as the girls entered the gym, the game changed <laughs> entirely, dude. It went from like hugs and sportsmanship to just like dudes got competitive, like very competitive. <laughs> Fucking ripping down rebounds, just hitting layups. And, <laughs> and then at the end of the game, there'd be a hug line, you know, between the waitresses and the players. And yeah, that went about exactly, exactly how you would imagine that went. We had to break out the fucking jaws of life, too. My boys, my boys are ragdolling those young sluts. <laughs> and I'm not knocking the, the, the players. They were totally in the right. The girls were hot. The waitresses. All right. So... I, guess, yeah, I would sneak into the hug line myself. <laughs> So that's uh, Shane Gillis there. Um, like I was saying, he's one of my favorite comedians right now. Um, Tim Dillon, uh, I I haven't really heard him. Let's see what he's got. I'm really, I know he's a little far out there. Uh, he was a guest on Alex uh, Jones's like show. So I mean, if you're a fucking guest there, I mean, you got to be nuts. So anyhow. Um, all right, this one seems to be good. Millennials don't have real jobs. All right, let's do it, man. Let's see what you got, Tim. So, fucking goes the show. But, yeah, um, long story short, Big J Okerson, I've seen him. He's another guy um, that is also going to be on the tour. So, uh, we'll uh, go down the line, basically. I'll show you Tim Dillon now. Um, and then we'll go ahead and go with Big J Okerson next. So I'm um, going to pop it up on the big screen here. Got to be an easier way for me to do this. But until then, there's what we got. A lot. Friend of the comedian, I was out of work a lot. Brandon, what's the worst thing about being out of work? What do you think? No money? Very reasonable answer. That's not it. It's not no money, it's not poverty, it's not homelessness. It is the unsolicited advice you get from your friends. I was out of work one week, leave me alone. One of my DJ friends, my personal trainer slash DJ friends, 
comes up to me and he goes like this. He goes, yo, bro, it's pretty fucking simple. You gotta see yourself as the world sees you. And that's the job you do. I was like, okay, that may be true, but you can't just be a retired detective. I can't just walk around New York City with a cup of coffee being racist. There has to be schooling. I am so happy to not be in New York. It's too fucking expensive. You gotta be evil. That's how much money costs. You gotta be evil. That's the only fucking way to live in New York City. It's so bad, nobody will even admit what they do for a living. Because they all pay eight grand a month for a loft, so whatever they do is fucking evil. But none of you, if you ask somebody what they do for a living, you get the same response. You're like, what do you do for a living? Oh, he's a guy in a suit. He's like, ha 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 It's an experimental, you know, it's a multi-platform. <laughs> When J.P. Morgan forecloses on a house, I burn it down. Come on! <laughs> you know, I'm a designer. What do you design? I don't want to brag, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the uniforms at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> I love orange! <laughs> weird about this job. <laughs> I had no idea. No, let me, let me tell you this. I don't, I, I get angry at millennials, so I do. It, it not, not the old, oh, thank you. Thank, thank you to four old people here. Just three elderly people in the back who work security for this theater. God bless you. Fuck these kids. No, here's the deal. If you're under 23, you have a fake job. That's, listen, unless you're in the military or a nurse and you're not, if you're under 23, you have a fake job. But the problem is, if you ask a millennial about their fake job, they are so confident that you feel like a piece of shit. You're like, what do you do for a living? They're like, actually, I'm an Instagram filter. Excuse me? Yeah, I'm Valencia. Oh, I had no idea. I had a real job when I was a millennial, okay? I didn't do any of this bullshit like manage the Instagram account of a tweet or whatever the hell you do, okay? I had a real job, I sold subprime mortgages, thank you very much, thank you. I sold mansions to janitors and they loved it for six to eight months and then I had to stop doing that because I was growing as a person and the FBI and all this shit. And I was evolving, and I moved from Long Island to New York City, and I had to get another sales job. And this is how soft New York City is. I don't want it to happen in New Orleans. I see it happen, by the way. I don't want it to happen. This is how soft New York is. The only thing that I could interview to sell was organic baby food. But the problem was I brought all of the aggression from the mortgage world into that interview. Who's just an old hipster? He's like, hey, welcome to Happy Baby. <laughs> I was like, I will do whatever the fuck needs to be done. He's like, whoa, we're just really proud of the ingredients we put in the jars. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what goes in those jars. 
I work for you. He's like, well, this is just going to the food co-op and talking to parents. I'm like, well, I won't talk to the feds. Put me in this radish pudding game now. They called the cops, but fuck them. They don't want to make money. All right. Um, so that's Tim Dillon. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of him. Uh, those of you that might like him, um, check him out. You might have more stuff you might be into. I might find something. All right. Let's see if this is who. All right. Let's see what we got. Um, he's got, damn, a lot of looks. Let me tell you. He looks like a fucking biker there. Um, all right, this is six months ago. What if it smells recycled? Uh, all right. Uh, he's got he's got a lot of stuff. It seems. Uh, uh, let's do this one. On the next episode of TV Dad, kids are so expensive, Dad. Maybe try. Ah, I hate commercials. I gotta pay for the premium or whatever or something. It's killing me. I do like this commercial though. I love Family Matters. There we go. All right, big Jay Okerson guys. Let's see what he got. Hey, that dude's handsome. Is that your boyfriend? Your husband? You guys look young. How long you married for? Six years. Do you respect this guy? You think? Do you really? Do you deball him ever, or do you just give this guy his full masculinity? Because I'm getting worried about feminism in the States, the real North America, down there. Women have, are going fucking crazy. Feminism's nuts. And by the way, that said, I'm all for feminism. I'm all for all the shit it brings. Equal pay, chicks become president, all that shit. But now you got to give men Brew their this shit myself. back. Let us be men again. You don't respect us. It's in subtle ways. I found out recently my girlfriend has no respect for me in a casual conversation. We were talking with some buddies about UFC, you know UFC is? MMA to cage fighting. We were talking about how a lot of those guys get arrested. They get in trouble for domestic violence. They beat their girlfriends and wives. And my girlfriend says to a bunch of other dudes, she goes, oh, yeah, that's why I would never want to date somebody like that. The kind of guy like... If he just lost control, could, like, kick the shit out of you? And I was like, I can beat the shit out of you. Are you with me because you think I can't beat the shit out of you? I just don't beat the shit out of you. I can beat you up just as fast as the UFC guy. I just don't. You think I can't? But how do I prove it now? I can't beat the shit out of her because I've made it a thing. Everyone's going to know it's me. I'm the first suspect. We gotta take the night back, fellas. That's what it is. This is your girlfriend, your wife? Oh, Almost wife. Fiance. Nice. I like you didn't say that, though. <laughs> Claim your manhood. Do you respect him? Not anymore. Really? <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> all that shit, man. Watch out for it. It's all the subtle, like, you ever ask a guy to do something and he's like, let me ask the boss or some shit like that? We're giving them too much. Start telling them what's wrong with them, fellas. That's what it is. We don't do it. You want to see confusion on a woman's face? You've been together six years. Do you know how many times this guy's had to slap toilet paper crumbs out of the crack of your pussy never said a word to you about it? 
Word. Never says a word. He just slaps him away. And you're looking back like kinky. And he's like, okay. I've just done that so many away. times. Because you pee out of a slit. It's like putting your thumb over a faucet. It runs all down your butt cheeks and thighs. Then you wipe from behind like idiots. And you don't see any. There's toilet paper everywhere. I saw a girl recently had so much toilet paper in her pussy. I thought it was in a cast. It was just covered. <laughs> I had to break her out of it with hammer fists. I was, I felt like Bill Murray at the end of Ghostbusters trying to get that girl out of the gargoyle statue. Don't get upset. I don't understand when people get upset at comedy, just get weird about it. I got booed recently for using the word tranny on stage. Tranny. I asked a hot chick if she was single and she was like, yeah. And I said, why, are you a tranny? And the crowd was like, boo. I was like, I'm just joking, everyone. This girl's not a tranny. Or she's the fucking best tranny ever. She's so hot. And they were like, no, it's not about her. It's gonna, the people don't care about each other. They just want to champion some shitty, dumb cause. And they go, no, you just can't say tranny anymore. Do you know that? You can't say tranny? I was unaware. I go, what do you say? They go, you have to say transgendered. And it's like, first of all, isn't tranny short for transgendered? You don't have to call me Jason every fucking day. But also, as a comedian, like, you don't have to, like... Fucking, like, we shouldn't be held to a standard as comics, entertainers, to have to, like, choose the right terms. Listen to the hatred around words. Don't listen to the actual terms. Listen to the hatred, the sentiment behind things. That's where the problem is. Not in the words we choose to be funny or say the funniest thing. If I said all transgender people should be murdered because they're abominations of God, would you be like, well, at least he said transgender. <laughs> that was pretty cool. No. It's a horrible, horrible statement. Isn't it a way nicer thing if I go, hey, if nobody would find out, I would blow that tranny. I'd suck that chick's dick all night. And I'll call it a chick, whatever it wants. Just don't tell my friends, freak. <laughs> I have a daughter. I hope that scares you. <laughs> scares me. 13 years old now. This is a true story. This happened, and this is rough. But I want you to bear with me, because I want you to understand, this is rough for me, too. 13 years old, she stayed at my house like three weeks ago. Absolutely true. She was talking to me in the morning. I didn't realize she was changing clothes. I was looking at the door when I was talking to her. I saw inside, for a split second, I saw her butt naked and a split second, but it was tough, hard, because, um, and there's no nice way to say this. Full bush. Full bush. This little peanut that used to sleep right here on my chest. And when she was three years old, she had these nightgowns that went down to her ankles, and she'd go, Daddy's scared. Full muff now. <laughs> Disturbing. And if you know my comedy at all, historically, I'm a Bush guy. Jesus. No more. It's over. Girl pulls out a hairy Bush now. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? What am I, a pedophile? Get in that bathroom. <laughs> Shave your pussy. Show up here with a full Bush like a child. Like a beautiful baby angel. You get in that bathroom and shave down, bald, like an adult. 
down, then against the grain, smooth, like a woman, not a big, hairy, muffed kid. Suck on that, Canada. Thank you guys very much. Uh, that was edgy as hell, guys. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. Um, last one we got that is going to be on this tour um, is, I think it's Tim Mullen. Yep, Tim Mullen. Let's see what we got with this fella. Uh, let's go with... Portland. I'm really thinking a hundred years people are gonna look back on Alex Jones and it's gonna be like Mozart, uh, Van Gogh, Alex Jones, right? He's because he's a fucking artist. You don't turn that red unless you're doing something with your heart. That's like that's that's passion. And then they killed him. And during the pandemic he got replaced by all of these like conspiracy theorists they're just like grifters essentially they're all like math weenies they want to talk about like covid numbers every single one of them they're like subscribe to my Substack, and we can take a look at the charts and it's like take a look at the charts <laughs> Suck my tell the parkland shooting victims of their face that they're lying that's a conspiracy theory. that's conspiracy <laughs> yeah, they're like the uk health agency forgot to carry one no 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 Barack Obama was having gay s for cocaine money during the Benghazi attacks. That's like music to my ears. I fired off too quick about the vaccines. You know, I thought people would be on board shitting on them. And I was wrong. I went online. I got an argument. Like, actually, it might have been you. It might have been you I got an argument with. Have I put like the Twitter circle around your head? And then I imagine like the Ukraine flag next to it. It's like, yeah. That was the lady. It's in danger right now, isn't it? Isn't it fucking, there was something. What, what, what happened with that? Some Supreme Court thing? I don't know. I'm just asking you because you got glasses. <laughs> That's it. That's, what's that? It's not my problem. It's not your problem? Because you don't fuck. <laughs> I've never got to worry about that myself. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Why is it not your problem? <laughs> What's that? Oh, okay. Well, let's get this guy some raw pussy tonight, folks. The new thing now, monkey pox? This is crazy. They gotta change the fucking name of that shit. I don't care. I, I'm not dying to something that sounds like an iPhone game for fat secretaries. I'm not doing it. Change the fucking name. Yeah, I gotta get tickets for this, guys. If you don't get tickets, uh, you're gonna miss out. Uh, to think about that. It's the shittiest name you could have picked for what that movement... Uh, I'm digging it. So, I just, uh, yeah, let's, uh, I think we should go with that. I mean, um, it's, uh, the date, I think, again, is May 20th. May 20th. Yep, May 20th, guys. So, but uh, yeah, I'd say get your tickets while you can. I've been looking. The tickets are around $100 for like bad seats. So, I mean, you can get real good tickets. Uh, 
I'm probably gonna try to get like a row. I'm probably gonna spend like three, four hundred bucks because I gotta pay for my wife. But um, it's gonna be dope. Honestly, I'm I'm definitely buying tickets. So, um, but yeah. So uh, I wanted to go over a couple of sketches that I, I got. Um, basically, that I'm gonna run by. Um, we'll see uh, if you think it's good or not. But uh, my my go-to that I've been writing down, um, so this was around the Super Bowl, um, but I put being at sports clips in the city during the Super Bowl of Philly. So basically, you're at, in Philly in a sports clips, and uh, you're getting your hair cut, and while you're getting your hair cut, you're literally watching the city being destroyed, and I, I don't know why I think that's a good concept but i think it would be really fun to film and all that i actually think i might be able to get the hookup on uh being able to film in the sports clips um i'm gonna not use the i'm gonna try not to use uh the logo so i'm gonna like edit that shit out but um, I do know somebody that works at Sports Clips, my hairstylist, so I think I, we can probably work something out and get a film going on there. Um, another thing I think would be really funny, um, it might be stupid, but uh, Little Caesars Pizza. Basically, uh, it's uh, like Little Caesars, but Little Seizures, and it's these people that, it's, it's basically a pizza place that is uh, pro-epilepsy, and uh, they hire epileptic people, and your pizza is reliant on getting to you by a person who has seizures. They shouldn't even be driving. That's why it's funny. So, Little Seizures Pizza, that's a stupid sketch I came up with, uh, so I'm going to try to film that as well. Um, a little controversial one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Epstein and Weinstein Island. Uh, it sounds terrible, but uh, I, I wanted to come up with a dark concept, and I think uh, it'll it's nice to shed some light on it, too, for people who don't know about it. So, long story short, I'm going to make a, try to make a sketch on that. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um Another one I, I want to do, um, it's basically a bit with religion. Um, I, for those of you who know me, I'm not a very religious fella. I, I, you know, I, people that like religion or follow something, you know, I, you know, I, I see why. Gives you, you know, something to look forward to after life, you know. I'm just a realist and I... If I can't see it, I don't believe it. So, but long story short, bit with religion, um, why Islam has more wives than Christianity, and why, uh, and why I think Jewish people wear yarmulkes. Um, I think my plan for that is to do uh, male pattern baldness, and I I just want some guy back in like the early like I don't know like the BC era with Jewish people. And I just want this guy that's, like, going bald and who's like, Oh, shit. I need to put something on my head because I look terrible. I'm going to come up with a religion who has to wear yarmulkes. 
It's going to be a bunch of people with male bed and baldness. Something like that. Something stupid like that. But uh, a little controversial. Maybe not. I'm not I don't think it is. It's kind of funny. Um, another one I think is going to be really good. It's uh, This will be easy to do. I think I can actually... I have a friend... I have a couple friends who could probably film this with me, but... Um, a piece of weave falls out onto the floor, and a man has a mental conflict in his head on whether it would be polite to pick it up for that person, or if it's better to just leave it alone and let it there. Um, but while he's having this epiphany in his head, um, she's witnessing all of this, you know. Long story short, I think it'd be funny. So, uh, another stupid... A sketch that I got um, is a guy finds out he has cancer, ends up telling his best friend. His friend doesn't know how to take it, and then gets high and gets the idea of making funeral arrangements um, and making memorial cards in an attempt to show his friend that he cares. Um, He then brings it up to his friend and actually hands him the funeral program that he came up with, and his friend looks at him real sad and... Just like why would you why would you do this? That is terrible. Like something like that. I don't know. Um, the other one uh, is kind of dark too. I have a lot of dark uh, sketches, by the way, and it's basically my mind, you know, going there. But uh, this one is start. I call this sketch starting a daycare, ending a daycare, and it's basically a dark sketch about uh, a guy that is realizing that all of his friends are growing older and they're like being put in, into nursing homes and he's like oh it's basically an adult daycare and he's like realizing like you know we're you know being born babies but you go out um you leave this world as a baby basically um premise i put is it's this is where it gets dark is uh support for assisted suicide premise guy realizes as he's getting older all of his friends now reside at adult care facilities so he starts a movement on not becoming a baby again eventually to coincide with people uh agreeing with assisted suicide for terminal illnesses so basically he starts like this uh kind of like uh a movement, yeah, a movement uh, for uh, bringing people <laughs> in to support assisted suicide because he 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 doesn't want to become a baby. I don't want to become a baby. You know, you know, he watches his friends become babies, and he's like, "Hey, let's uh, let's just end it if we can before we even get to that point." So uh, that's another premise I got. Um, but yeah, uh, those are the sketches that I'm going to share so far. Um, I have a good bit more. Um, I just want to save some content for our next episode. But um, I do plan on filming one of those sketches uh, within the next week or so. Um, I think it'll be really cool. Um, so stay tuned. We'll get that posted on the page as well. Um, but yeah, guys, I, I honestly, I, it's going very well. I think uh, there's a lot of potential with, uh, you know, having this camera and stuff, you know, and being able to come up with content like this and, you know, being able to share it with you guys. So um, to me, it it brings me back to a time where my stepbrother Nick and I um, 
we used to, you know, go ahead and we'd film things. Um, we had one called Bum Man um, that we did. And Bum Man, uh, we were at the Central Dolphin East track, basically. And uh, that's in Harrisburg, if you guys aren't familiar. But uh, we, we filmed on the cross-country course trail. And uh, basically, we had people torment. I was the bum basically and my i think we had my little brother and our cousins um they were tormenting me so they were like throwing rocks and trash and stuff while i was like trying to sleep under this bridge and uh it was called bum man and uh it, we didn't even get far with it but long story short man it was just so fun filming it and uh, I really enjoy editing. Um, that's my, my favorite thing. As long as, you know, it's like, uh, it's something simple. I, I, I will say, um, I don't know any special effect type stuff yet, but I'd like to learn. Um, so, but yeah, so that, that's like one video that we did. Uh, another one we did that was really popular actually was, uh, the Geico commercial with my brother, Anthony, um, basically he was sick and he was downstairs playing Xbox, just like licking his lips and stuff. And he looked rough, dude. He, he, my dude had a dirty Sanchez mustache, you know, preteen guy growing up. So, uh, my stepbrother filmed him, uh, just chilling. And I, I know you guys know the, the music, um, <laughs> Basically, it goes, and anywhere I go, uh, there's always something to remind me, another place in time. Base, and it, it, it went that way, and then you got Anthony there like this. He's like, look at his lips. He's like this. It, it, it was funny. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was another video we did. Um, another video I personally did that uh, I didn't have help with was uh, erectile dysfunction. I did this how-to video um, on erectiles. Hi, it's me, Dr. Bixler here with uh, erectile dysfunction. I had long hair at the time. I slicked it back and was sitting in front of the... It was, it was a really good bit. Um, I did that. Uh... I did hair solution. That one was my favorite. Uh, man, if MySpace was still around, I would I would hit that website up and steal these videos back again. Um, but long story short, uh, uh, hair solution was hair powder, and uh, I had my little brother have his friend Michael, I think, come over and. Um, Basically, he put this powder on his head, and then like, we fast-forwarded to, like, this, like, shitty fucking toupee. It was hilarious. Um, stupid little stuff like that, man. I mean, that's the thing, is we were young, man. Like, the potential we had back then, but now is even better. So, um, sorry I'm ranting, but, you know, that's the plan, though. I, I, I want to get this going with the channel, um... So those of you who are out there watching, dude, subscribe. It's motivation for me um, to see that you guys are enjoying what I'm producing. And, um, you know, 
so let's see where it goes. You know, I didn't go to film school like I always wanted to. I didn't go to acting school. I, heck, I wasn't even in the drama classes in, in school or anything. I just, I did my own type of thing at that point. I just got high and skateboarded and did my own stuff. But typical high school shit, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, now that we're older and able to fund things like this, um, I just want to say um, stay tuned for it because we're going to have good stuff, guys, um, real good stuff. Um, I want to say uh, it's probably around the 40-minute mark right now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to cut this episode and... Uh, we'll have another episode later on in the week, guys. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to to filming more and uh, producing more content. So, uh, thanks. Thanks for watching, and thanks for being a part of the back room.